Hello, everyone. Hey. Welcome oh, to the Chief hey. Podcast. This week brought to you by Warby Parker, Blue Apron, and Harry's. Three wonderful sponsors for one wonderful podcast. Thank you to our sponsors. Uh, I'm Gus. I'm Brandon. I'm Aaron. I'm Chris. And I'm Gus. I was really concerned when we walked out here that Chris had a giant glass of tequila. What are you drinking? Please tell me <laughs> that is, that's not just straight tequila. This No, no, no. I did have, because I had a bottle. It was bigger Sitting before. That's why oh I thought it was God. tequila. <laughs> so it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. So it's tequila and Red Bull. Is it like half oh. and half? Because that, that glass I'm was not, full. I'm not sure the exact mix, but it's like. That doesn't sound very good. It's not good, but it's like, it, you know, it's effective. It's just what was there. It's like, I want to get up. And I also want to get drunk and kind of down at the same time. <laughs> I've never understood drinking like alcohol with Red Bull. Well, uh, isn't it, it's just like an immediate like bump. Yeah, but I don't, still uh, it gets you like kind of stupid. I think the problem is I don't like the taste of Red Bull. Oh, it's I awful. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. Then why are you drinking it? Because there was the only energy drink in the fridge. I, tequila and coffee would have been way weirder and it's gross. It's the greater good, Gus. There's probably a tequila coffee drink though, isn't it? I mean, there's got to be. No. Well, uh, Gus, I have a confession to make to you. Well, this is going to be great if we're starting with this right off the bat. Uh, <laughs> so about four years ago. Oh, wow. Going you, into the vault. Yeah. You, Esther, and I, uh, we went out to dinner. This cool place on uh I don't East believe. I already, yeah, this doesn't already sound calling right. calling bullshit yeah. on your story. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it happened. Uh, you know, we ate, had some drinks. Then we went to a bar kind of down the street. And then uh, we went back to your house and started drinking some it's more. Definitely a lie. All kind of hanging out. No, this totally happened. You seriously not remember? No, I don't remember. So where do we eat? Um, I don't know. A place on E6. Oh, that doesn't narrow it down. So then we went back to your house, which okay. this did happen, and started, you know, kept drinking. And then uh, maybe you remember now, I started getting kind of blown up on my text. Yeah. And it was this girl who kept like badgering me. So I was like, oh, hey, hold up. I need to go outside and like take this call. And then I would come back in. And then, like 10 minutes later, I'd have to go back and then come back in and over and over and over. Well... It was actually no girl. I was going outside and throwing up next to your house because I was sick because of how much alcohol I drank. And I didn't want you to know that was it because I thought I, I would lose even, credibility. I don't even remember hanging out with you. Are you serious? <laughs> I, have, I don't this think this completely happened. happened. I'm going to te- text her right now. Yeah. So you're just like, no, I'm just gay. I've got to go check out my... No, in fairness, I went in front of your neighbor's house. Uh, yeah, I was like, gosh, sorry guys, I really gotta go. And then I'd go out and I'd throw up some more and then come back. Jesus. You know, why they, did you keep drinking? <laughs> I stopped at that he point, was trying then to, it was too late. I was cred. gone. By the time that I got into your I got to your house and we had like maybe one drink, I didn't drink any more, but it was just downhill. I went out like four or five what times. Kind of, what kind of bully are you, Gus? <laughs> He's not <laughs> you know, he wasn't bully. pressuring me. I was just he wanted to keep up. <laughs> I didn't, yeah. This is like my opportunity, and I didn't want to screw it up, or else we'd never hang out hey, again outside. How many, how many times have we hung out again since then? <laughs> None. <laughs> that was it. You know he smelled like puke coming in. You know that he knew, and Esther had to have known. Like, you came in, like, vomit on your shirt. Well, apparently thought, not, because he didn't remember it. So. I, yeah, I don't remember. Really I thought you just thought it was rude, because I kept going out, and I have to be like, oh, this girl, I have to call this girl, she's going crazy. I have no memory of that. Like, zero. Wow, that, that's your importance, Brandon. That scale of things hurts <laughs> in ways that I can't really put into he's words. Been, he's been waiting for years. If it makes tell. you feel any better, I never hang out with anyone. So you blew it. Obviously, yeah. I don't. I don't even remember hanging out with you. That's what little of an impression you left on me. We we hung oh, out once, really Gus. Sad. I remember that. We hung out. It was a good you time. You remember that? Yeah. yeah. That was we had what? roast. Why? Why? Why do you remember Aaron and not me? 
because he wasn't constantly going outside. That's true. <laughs> I threw up at the table like a man. Yeah. <laughs> and go outside in the bushes like an asshole. Man, yeah. I'm, it's going to bug me now. Ask Esther. Text her right now. I, I don't want I don't, I don't to get distracted. This in the middle, absolutely in the of, happened. Of, of a good story. No, I don't, I, don't, I don't believe you. You believe I make it? I don't think I dreamed it. That's really <laughs> maybe weird. you did. Oh, God. That's scary. Scary to think like maybe some of your memories aren't real. You just remember remembering them. Does that make sense? Well, I've that- had that where people are telling stories and I'm like, and they've told the story multiple times. So then I start putting myself in the You do that the all story. the time with me. You, you always like, you'll start a story and I'll be like, dude, that's my story. I've told you that like two years ago. And you're like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, you do that all the time. Well, it's like someone tells you a story multiple. It's like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like I was there. That's a phenomenon. You know what? And I hate to say this. That happens with married couples a lot. I think I'm hanging around you too much. If that's <laughs> happening, we're hanging out t- way too much. The Mid. thing I always wonder is like, I, I always forget if I've had a conversation with someone. Like, I've, I, there, I, there's like three states for me. Did this happen in a dream or real life? And then, uh, I guess there are only two states. And then did it happen in real life? And did I tell it on the podcast or did I not tell it on the podcast? Because <laughs> sometimes like, I'll, I'll, I'll start telling this story on the podcast and be like, I think I told this already. Then you get into it like, no, wait, I haven't. This is a new one. I mean, that's a lot of hours of talking. Like, who knows? Have you ever, uh, ever had this happen? Sometimes I'll start uh, telling Paula about this story and I'll get like 30 seconds in, 45 <laughs> seconds in. And then after I'm done, she'll just be like, you know, you know I was there for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. Or it's like. You know, that was your ex-girlfriend, Brad. <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah, she was great. Yeah. And then you move on. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Memory's the worst. <laughs> I, I feel like, yeah, as... as She's accepted it, though, that I'm not going to remember most of our relationships. See, so you shouldn't be mad that I forgot our relationship. No, entirely. that's different. That was the one time. Yeah. I thought it meant yeah, something. It's the same thing. Or at least I thought it was a reason why you weren't hanging out with me No, well, maybe that, that's the it's positive completely to take indifferent. from it. <laughs> right. Is that it's not that you offended me or that I was upset. It's just that I don't give a fuck. Yeah. That's worse. That's way worse. That being said, you can probably remember the sides I had with my roast beef. <sighs> you know what I they were. I want to say there was broccoli. Yes. And I want to say there might have been mashed potatoes. Who is a better friend <laughs> with Gus? The mashed potatoes broccoli guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Team MPB. Okay. Congratulations, Aaron. <laughs> I'm going to go throw up now. Mm-hmm. No, you're going to get a text and you're going to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was, uh, speaking of, of throwing up, I, uh, I visited, I, I went on a trip the other day and I visited Ireland. It was the first time I've ever been uh, to Ireland. It was a really cool country. Uh, I was there for a very like, short amount of time. And I was like, what am I going to do? You know, I've only got a few hours in, in the country. It's like, I'm going to try to find like every coolest pub I can and just walk around the city from pub to pub, trying to drink my way around the city. And I did, I did my damnedest to do it. How many did you get to? Uh, I think I did eight or nine of, but, of the Did thousands. you have to catch a flight like immediately after? Pretty quickly after. Yeah. Oh my god! It was a. Uh, it was. It was not. It was not the smartest plan, but it was a well-executed plan. <laughs> I think Chris and I told this on the podcast. I don't know if you were in here. Uh, we had a lot of beer that we bought in Vegas that we didn't drink. We also, well, we hadn't slept. We stayed, we decided we, we had an early flight and we had to stay up all night drinking. So, that, cause if we went to sleep, we wouldn't wake up. Right. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like, we have to stay up drinking. That's a smart thing to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we brought the beer to the airport and then we got to the point where we could not take it any further. <laughs> so I think like 
Jewish Chris just started like chugging <laughs> beer before the security <laughs> checkpoint. I, I, I love. I didn't waste it. And were you pushing a cart of beer up the escalator? A cart of beer? No. Yeah. It wasn't a cart. Maybe I put the beer on the cart while I was drinking it. (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. It wasn't a cart of beer. It was was a cart with beer on it. Well, when you say a cart of beer, you imagine it's like there's like... It's made of beer bottles. It's like I'm reloading a a grocery store or something. It was just beer with on a cart. I, uh, I love the Vegas airport because you can, if you're there drinking at a bar, like in the airport, you can get your drink in a to-go cup to take it on the plane with you. No way. Yeah, so uh, there's this one uh, bar I always go to. Whenever I'm taking off from Vegas, there's one bar. Like, I'll always stop and wait, you know, for my flight to board, and I'll just start drinking there. And you can get, like, it's like you order a drink, or for $2 more, you can get a double, which is, like, huge. And they're like, and if you want, you know, if you don't finish it, don't worry. We'll just put it in a plastic to-go cup for you. Take it on the plane. Oh, my God. Are you serious? (laughs) Yeah. So don't, I mean, always order the double then. Whenever you're yeah. in the Vegas airport. Is, the problem oh with God. that is every time I'm flying out of Vegas, with the exception of that time, because we'd never stopped drinking, I never want to drink at that point. Because I'm like, I'm done drinking for like a year <laughs> after Vegas. You know? Yeah. No, Do you ever sense. get to the point where you're like, I yeah. just don't want any more You're alcohol? on the verge of alcohol every poisoning day, every at that day. point. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> every so, day, but it pulls me back in. So did you, did you see, run any fights in the uh, Ireland bars? Anything cool? Anything stereotypical, um, I suppose? Only Only one. Uh, <laughs> like one one fight and like the dude got like tackled and the police showed up. What? Really? That's still cool though. Yeah. yeah what happened? I mean, I mean, it's like you see that anywhere in Austin. I feel like that's a stereo like a stereotype for for Ireland. But it's like you go down to Sixth Street, you see like five of them. I was yeah. in the yeah, Long true. Branch Inn the other day, and a guy got kicked out of the front doors by the bartender. He got kicked out, and the bartender started beating him with a golf club as I was walking in. And I looked at it for a little bit, and I was like. Yeah, I'm still gonna go in here. I won't get ahead of you. like beating him, and he's like, "Yeah, hey, I need to see your ID." Like, yeah. at the same time. <laughs> he's like, "As soon as I'm done with the seven iron, you bring me your ID." Yeah, it was awesome. I felt more inclined to go in that bar because the bartender was such a badass. Have you seen any fights like that, like on the side of the road, like road rage, like people who get in accidents or or anything like that? I've never seen it in person, but I saw a video earlier today of um, a road rage incident in China where a bus driver got mad at a car and started ramming it. (laughs) (laughs) And he hit the car like eight times. Then eventually, like, he, like, slams the car into a tree. The driver of the car gets out to try to run away, and the bus bowls him over. The bus bus driver stops with the bus on top of the guy's legs and gets out and starts screaming at the guy while the guy's, like, stuck under the bus. And, you know, people are just filming it with their cell phone cameras. Not helping him or anything? Eventually, yeah. Like, people run up, but the the video cuts off. It'll help him when 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 he's suing him. (laughs) Yeah. Something similar happened in in Houston. Uh, Same thing, like, these guys started kind of, like, yelling at each other, and then there was the bystander who's, like, you know, don't want to get involved, don't want to help, but want to record the whole thing. And they're just kind of arguing as you kind of expect it. And then all of a sudden, they start breaking out into the, just this brawl. And I don't know if we have the video to look at. It's just reference. So, yeah. <laughs> you got smoking a cig. Yeah, smoking a cig. So the, the, the people on the right, they're in the blue pickup truck. And uh, those guys are from oh. the white car. So Whoa. obviously said something. The guys in the white car came back and then they just started like, Pounding each other, but eventually cooler heads prevail. Everybody right. goes back to the cars. Nothing more is gonna happen here. Everything's gonna be oh my oh. gosh, the truck Damn. slams into the car. 
takes off. That's a demolition derby style. Move yeah. There. And then you think they're going to call the police, but the car, the white car actually drives off and follows the pickup truck. And the police have no idea what happened with those cars. They have not. There's video. Yeah. There's got yeah, license they, plates in it, right? No, I guess there's been no update. I guess if you don't, if like, you, there's no police report. It, like, they just there's just, just a car chase. It. Yeah. Well, well, I guess it's one of the, it's like if you don't ever report that, the police don't. They aren't gonna like track them down to be like, well, you both were dicks. I don't know. But there, there's an assault happening. <laughs> yeah, there's an assault. But by, on who, but who? It's like they were fighting right? each other. It's, it seems it like depends kind of on. Because assault is threw the, worst, who threw the first punch, I think right. is what it is. And but they kind of dove at each other. They what you like, use, right? Like, oh, right, you, right, yeah. If you use just your fist, you use like a weapon, weapon yeah, yeah. or whatever, stuff like that. So I've got the uh, the bus video here, too, as well. I don't yes. Know if, we can, uh, if we can cut to it. If, but um, I got, I, So this is like towards the end of it. He's already so this is in he's China? Like pushing the white car off the road, yeah. Whoa. He's hauling ass. And they'll run and catch up here just a few seconds. Yeah, he's, he's like shoving that car along. Car. You see it, and then the driver is getting out, and running away at this point, and he's chasing the driver down with the bus. Why? And like, is there a reason? They, uh, I don't know. It, it wasn't in the story. And he'll come up here in a second. You'll see the the driver over the guy under the bus. The guy under the bus is like screaming, obviously, and the driver just screaming, oh, shouting no. at him. Oh my god, this does not help me. I'm trying to decide between flying or riding a bus to Mexico. Um, uh, this does not <laughs> I Someone proposed to me over the weekend saying that there should be between the hours of like three and four or maybe two and four, there should be chaos hours. So anything goes on the what? road. Are you talking like, about like, like the purge? But yeah, like, yeah, yeah it's, exactly it's, what I was it's, thinking. It's like, on a nightly basis. But he, call, he called it chaos hours. I think it would just be on Fridays and Saturdays. But basically, as soon as 2 a.m. hits, it's chaos hours, and you can do whatever on the roads. You just go crazy. You drive crazy, blah, 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 blah. I think he was trying to get around like DUI stuff, but I took it to a further level. It's like, oh, man, you'd race around and do all this. And he's like, yeah, it'd be chaos hours. I was thinking, oh, like, so, so you can't like burn down buildings. No, no, okay. no. Let's so just keep on it, the road. Just, just on, on the road. road. You can burn, burn down, down cars. cars. Uh, yes. yeah, <laughs> not buildings. Yeah, and I was like, man, chaos hour sounds like fun. Because if you don't want to participate, you don't participate. But if you happen to be out. But like not every night, like once a year. Yeah. Like, like Halloween. No, what no, if no, no. Like, Fridays and Saturdays. No. What if it's once like a year. you're at home and your wife goes into labor? During chaos hour. You better have a big fucking truck. And you, gotta, you gotta like Mad Max it. Yeah, you gotta Mad Max it. You have to have that vehicle that's just for chaos hours. Maybe there's like a chaos Uber. Yeah. Like well, not in Austin. You can't get it. Yeah. You know, you'd have to get a chaos, chaos Uber's get okay. me or whatever. Regular Uber's not. Yeah. But you could you'd have this. You could choose between car, SUV, and then this thing with just like spikes coming out of it. And you're like, yeah, chaos hour. You pick the chaos oh, car. Oh, take monster truck. Yeah, monster truck. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. So people are following up on your story, Brandon. They said that apparently all four people have been identified today, and the case is now a criminal case since using a car as a battering ram is a felony, and they filed a police report today. That's assault oh. with a deadly weapon. Using a car, I think it was in a Houston case when, was it that the woman who ran over her husband 10 or 20 years ago? Do you remember that, Gus? No. In a parking lot? All the time. In the hotel parking lot? Anyway, it was assault with a deadly weapon because uh, she killed him wow. with a car. Okay. Yeah, and they're like, a car is a weapon when you use it like that. Also, I think like, if you're a if you're like a boxer or an MMA fighter, you're considered or a military, weapon. right? Wait, really? you are. I thought really. Wait, 
If you're a boxer, you're considered a deadly weapon. I think your fists are because you're trained. Wait, th- you're, you're just basing bullshit, that on right? Conair. No. They're not really considered. You're deadly. just basing that on Conair. Let me look it up. Boxer. Because if you I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a great like, film. But. No, legally, this is a deadly weapon. Well, you like, say you say a lethal weapon. You say these are lethal weapons. <laughs> like that, and then people go. But that's kind of unfair too, because then it's like you punch some. Does it go the opposite way? Like if I hit somebody, the police would be like, "Oh no, yeah, <laughs> don't worry about that." Right. That's cute. I, I tried doing a Google search for to get an answer, and it's all like armchair lawyers. There's oh, no way you're gonna find like a right. real, a real. You might find something result. on I don't know, maybe Reddit, but that'd be armchair lawyering too, right? Right. I hate uh, how everyone. Is an expert. Like, there's no vetting. There's no like. Right. Here's my credential. Sometimes you see you get linked with sources, and that's nice, you know. But most of the time, it's like, listen, I worked for a law firm in the front office for ten years, and let me tell you, fists are deadly weapons. And you're like, all right. Whatever. That's also why Wikipedia is so unbelievably unreliable. I don't like, know. If I don't you pick something that. that you generally know a lot about, and then you go to that page, and you're like, oh, a lot of this, this is wrong, and it's like, all right, now think of everything else on Wikipedia. I guess. And I like mean, a lot of the citation, you're like, I'll see the citation. And then you click on the link and, and it doesn't just go like a, anywhere. It's a page number to a book that doesn't <laughs> yeah. exist. Yeah, or or it links to another Wikipedia. <laughs> that's actually yeah. what I find the most useful part of Wikipedia. Yeah, it's the citations is the sources, on the, the bottom. Citations, yeah. right. mm-hmm. It's like you read something, you're like, okay, I want to find the real source that's actually an authority on this. You click on that. Yeah. And assuming it doesn't 404 or redirect to something nonsensical, like, that's where the actual value is. Yeah. I, I got down a deep, uh, like a Wikipedia hole the other night. And I started reading about um, Heart Island in New York City. And apparently it's the world's biggest potter's field, which is where they bury people who are, like, unknown or, like, weren't identified at the morgue. And there's something like uh, over a million people buried on this island in New York City. And it's weird. So I started reading more about it, and, like, the New York Times had this thing. And what it was is, like, New York York City has these crazy laws where – it, within 48 hours or something like that, if your body isn't identified at the morgue, then the first thing they do is they have to offer your body to uh, a medical school as like a cadaver. And then if they pass, then you're sent to the potter's field and buried in an anonymous grave Why would with the medic- a bunch of other people, like the, hundreds of people. That's, that's sad if your body just gets passed over as a cadaver by a medical school. Well, sometimes like, they're just like, depressing. we've got too many bodies. So and they do they, mean. does that, everybody... Is that, is that Hearts Island? Oh, the... Is it? Is that one of the buildings on it? I know it's got some old buildings. Oh, that's I, terrible. That like or is that nice just a screensaver? I don't know. What, the, what are we looking at? <laughs> so, does everybody get their own space, or do they start stacking no, people? No. Here's what it is. So they'll dig like a uh, like a 200 yeah. foot long trench. Yeah. And that is on hard they'll bury they bury bodies three t- uh, three tall pine boxes, right? Mm-hmm. Three tall, 75 across, two deep. So Wait, three tall, 75 across, two deep. Okay. No, no. Th- yeah, three tall, 25 across. Okay. So it ends up being 150 bucks. That's it, that's so 75, 75. Yeah. Right. And then, but they now they're geotagging them. They've been doing that for like you know a few years. But what they did is they had a grid system in case someone was like, "Hey, I haven't heard from Grandma in like five years," <laughs> and they go, uh, "You know, you file a claim or whatever," and they could look up and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, your grandma's buried with 200 other people in this ditch." <laughs> and so we can go, we can go, and they exhume them. But they have to like, but if your grandma is at like the bottom of the three Ugh. thing, they have to like. And it's pine boxes. Man, whose job yeah. is that? It's like, prisoners. They have the prisoners do it from Rikers Island. What? And they pay them what? 50 cents an hour. Yeah. So they have these prisoners working, you know, all day to bury these bodies in these big trenches at 50 cents an hour. And, you know, like, it's so, it's so strange. And then some assholes, like, 
trying to find his grandma. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. The prisoners are like, man, fuck that. Well, apparently there's some popular, like, and if you don't have enough money for a funeral, what they'll do in New York is you can check, you want a city burial for your family member. But they, everyone, you know, or purportedly, they think that it's like a cremation or something, blah, blah, blah. But no, a city burial is they put you in the box and then they take you out to, to uh, Heart Island and they bury you in the big trench. See, there should be an app for that available to the public. It is. You, could, you like, can go look. online. You can go in the GPS and see like, oh, this is No, no, like so I can get on my phone well, they, and I can search for something cool and then I like so, track yeah. myself, like kind of like a scavenger hunt. Well, you can track like, your body? Yeah, no, like an app where I can be like, I can look at like some cool descriptions of people like, oh, this person was a pirate. Well, they're they, still pirates, right? They don't and have then like, those, then I have names. to like, I yeah, have to like go to the lot and then like track myself. Yeah, they just, they just download movies from the internet now though. It's not like cool. No, there's still pirates in like the Pacific, right? I guess uh, around the uh, Somalia, right? Like yeah. Africa. I've what heard does it do? How do you qualify being a pirate? You, you rob steal other shit ships. on the ocean in international <laughs> waters. Yeah. Like if I, how far do I have to go off the coast of Texas? International waters. You can do it in Texas if you're in a ship stealing from other ships. Uh, yeah, but okay. How far do you, do you have to go off the? coast? You don't have to go anywhere. How deep can a ship? Like how like, shallow can a ship be? I think if you, I think you could qualify as a pirate. If you're jump, if you're on one ship and you jump to no. the other, so if you're like running around in the ocean and I take First, something I think, from somebody, I'm not that's a pirate. A buccaneer. I, could that's you not be? A pirate. Could you be a road pirate? And could you like take over eighteen wheelers on the interstate during chaos hours? You can <laughs> and <then> steal their <laughs> stuff, and then you'd still be a, a, a road I mean, pirate. That, yeah. To me, a road pirate—that's that's just a name for like a car thief. Right, very, like, very well, very good. Like, so, pirates just named for a boat thief, <laughs> exactly, and that's why I'm. That's but they don't just steal well, boats; they steal oil and all sorts of shit, and people. They steal people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, yeah. I saw. Uh, what about canoes? No, sorry, if it's on international <laughs> waters. I think that's the. I I saw an interesting uh, episode of that Vice series on HBO. I love. I'm, I'm always watching that show. I don't know if anybody else watches it, but yeah. they, they, they had an episode about how. Um, in recent years, the incidents of piracy around like Somalia and like what was known as like this really high pirate area, high pirate, highly pirated area is piracy. High piracy uh, <laughs> percentage. How pr- piracy has dropped significantly there uh, because now these companies have set up shop where it's like private military companies that'll have boats that are just filled with weapons and soldiers. Yeah. And so when a ship leaves dock and meets up with these boats in international waters, they hire soldiers and weapons, rent them, they sit on their boats and defend them against pirates and then just drop them off at the next boat. Or they've seen that Tom Hanks movie and they understand that piracy is no laughing matter. Look at me. Look at me. I am the captain now. No, no, all right. No, um, I don't. I don't think you don't think that's it. I don't think that's it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, which is crazy to me because, like, uh, I think about. I don't know if everybody else ever played like the the old Metal Gear games, and like one of the things they always used to talk about was the rise of private military corporations. And I thought, you know, as a kid and growing up, you know, even several years ago, I thought that's ridiculous. Like that'll never yeah. happen. It's like now we live in a world where there are private military Blackwater corporations, and all yeah. that stuff. right? Like, yeah. yeah, like operating alongside the military you know overseas and then there's boats like this that just have like private military all on them with weapons and soldiers it's like you just rent them out and use them to help defend whatever it is you need yeah and it's how do you come into contact with those you know private you know, military firms it's like if i had enough money could i call them oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyone will, yeah. if you have money anyone will be happy to take it 
Yeah, okay. Like, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, Is that how it works? <laughs> I just don't know if there's an expectation that they only work with government states or, or something. No, because these no. are all like private shipping companies. Yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah. So do they, are they killing people too or just? They, they talk. So they, in the documentary, they say that most of these companies do not want to talk on camera about it, but that they were able to talk to one and they outlined their procedures, which is normally like just intimidation and deterrence. Like they don't want to shoot anyone. They just let it be known that they are armed and you know they're willing they to fire to on them. They have to defend right? But then if, yeah, if they don't, you know, cease. it's a legal thing, to, right? Because right? like technically, I don't know, you know, pirate what legal counsel they have, but I mean, they could sue these military places for you know these private military companies for shooting them or their friends or whatever the case is. I mean, couldn't they? Would you be concerned if uh, when we started sending like envoys to other planets to colonize them, they also sent some of these soldiers? Would you be like, what's going? Like what? Like, no, you gotta absolutely going? send soldiers like would, that. Yeah, because it's not only Why? if it's it's not only about contacting other civilizations. It's about you know wildlife you may encounter. Oh yeah, I mean if you know about that, I would assume like there's no way we're gonna get someplace that has wildlife. Or then why are we sending people? That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd be suspicious. Like I don't think they tell people that, but I'd be suspicious if they started sending like a military envoy. With like to, people to, to ask, what, what, I don't understand I don't, what's going on here. I just here. don't think I'm I've assuming. Lost. If I we do say, not think they're going to tell us if you're, we're you're going saying, someplace that has another so civilization. Saying, I think they will if not we tell us. Diplomatic envoys into the space. That'd be fine. You wouldn't be worried. But if they sent military I'd along be with it, yeah, I'd be like, okay, these guys want to go here. They want to figure out what's the best way to establish a society based on what's what's on this planet. No, but if they send the military, then I'm that's, fucking scared. No. <sighs> I had a buddy who used to get stoned all the time who wanted to be a space lawyer. <laughs> and he, what he wanted to do is he wanted to have his own little space station and be around whenever, I guess, international you know, space capsules ran into each other and stuff like that. He wanted to be a space ambulance chaser. That's what I was going to say. I swear to God. I swear to God. Yeah. I, I saw a story today about how the ISS has successfully completed its 100,000th orbit around Earth. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. And it's something, well, I forget the number, it was something like, it was a couple of billion miles. I think it was like almost three billion miles that it had traveled. It's, like it's the equivalent of 10 round trip uh, journeys to Mars. Didn't it officially wow. outlive its expectancy? I don't think so, not by this point. Really? I thought it has by a few years. I yeah, thought you were right. I think it was like, it came time and they're like, oh man, what are we, we have nothing. I mean, if it was anything like Mirror, man, they, they milked Mirror for a few years until finally it was like, okay, it's crumbling. It's coming down. We got to leave. Those cosmonauts spent years up there. Yeah. Alone. Like dealing with lots of mirrors? shit too. Years. Did I say years? I said mirrors. Years. Right. They could have used good space representation for their, <laughs> for saying, their illegal woes. I would be freaked out if they send a mil- like, um, no. If a fight... So your, your space lawyer, stoner friend, brings up an interesting point. If a fight breaks out on the space station between, like, a Russian cosmonaut and American astronaut, like, who's Someone the police? Needs- right. Like, what, what, what country has jurisdiction over whichever space station they're in? Well, it's ISS. It's international It's whatever, oh. the, it's whatever oh. the mission, whoever's running the mission. Wait, right? what mo- you're saying what module they're in? No, he said the space station, but... I was like, are they on a U.S.? Whatever the case is, my buddy Peavy's going to pull up in his space Honda (laughs) hatchback, (laughs) right up to the dock, come in with his tie loose, and just be like, who who needs a lawyer? He doesn't speak like that, but he's like, ready. I thought you meant it's like whoever built that specific module that the fight happened in. They get really complicated. No, it's... I forget. I don't know how they do it. There is a... I know no no one listening to this podcast has made, made this because... 
they, they was this is way too fast. There is a page on Wikipedia about space jurisdiction. Oh yes! my god! Uh, with with subcategories of trade in space, space marriage, and the future of space jurisdiction. If my see, if my buddy wouldn't have gotten so stoned all the time and stayed in school, <laughs> he would have been that space lawyer. Now he's just a simple. Uh, he works in the towers directing air traffic control. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. He should not be in those towers. Oops. He is in a tower right now directing airplanes. Well, he sounds like it's, a chill kind of guy. I oh, mean, he's that, very that, chill. That's what you got to be. That's and like if a like, the planes job. are doing their thing and they're not close to each other, just let them go. That's yeah, probably be. be his deal. Then once they, once they bump, then, then, yeah. then he's uh, as air soon lawyer. As, <laughs> as soon as that accident happens, I tell you he's back in law school. That's, he's just back in law school studying space law. All right, here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read uh, this bit here. Uh, I want to remind everyone, this episode of Rooster Podcast is brought to you by WarbyParker.com. Glasses should not cost as much as an iPhone. Prescription glasses start at $95, including prescription lenses. The titanium collection starts at $145, including prescription lenses. Warby Parker makes buying glasses online easy and risk-free. The home try-on program allows customers to order five pairs of glasses to be shipped directly to them, where they can try them on in the comfort of their own home. You can get feedback from your friends, family, whoever. I can get Brandon's feedback if I wanted to. Uh, user can keep the frames for five days before sending them back using a prepaid return shipping label with no obligation to purchase. Um, when you place an order for prescription glasses, they'll be in your hands within 10 business days. They usually arrive even faster than that. Uh, and for every pair of glasses sold, Warby Parker distributes a pair of glasses to someone in need. Uh, you can post your favorite pair in the comments. Try Warby Parker out for yourself and see how good you look in the frames. Go to warbyparker.com slash roosterteeth. That's warbyparker.com slash roosterteeth, and you can try some classes off. I think I have the Robinson on right now. I forget. Yeah, they're super snazzy. They're good glasses. nice. I need new glasses. You should, you should check it out. Mine so. finally started, like, doing the split thing, because I had the horn rim kind of glasses, mm-hmm. and they've split now to where it looks like I have an even larger eyebrow over my right eye, and it really looks bad. Really looks bad. Well, have I got a URL for you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, so you were talking about, you know, air traffic controller. Uh, God, man, I Oops. I guess there's been, I've been out of town for a few days, and I guess there's been a lot of rain going on in Austin and Houston while I've been gone. And I was, on, I was flying on my way back yesterday, and I was on a flight from uh, London to Houston. And the whole flight, they're like, oh, we're, we're ahead of schedule. We're going to land 30 minutes early. I was like, great, this is awesome. And, uh, you know, they have like the map, and you can see, mm-hmm. you know, where you are in the flight and we're getting close. Like we're coming over Arkansas, heading down towards Texas. Like, oh man, we're going to be we're going to be there so soon. Going to watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> and then we reach a point where instead of like heading towards Houston, the plane turns. It starts going straight south. Oh. I'm like, oh fuck, that's not right. Like into the water, like toward the water. Yeah, towards the Gulf. Oh yeah, no, that's a. And I'm like, oh shit! No like wind. they haven't said anything. So like, there's internet on the plane. So like, I pull up, you know. Uh, the weather, uh, the weather on, in Houston, and it's just like red thunderstorms over the entire city. Oh shit! And I'm like looking online, and they're like, you know, I see the alert online. It's like, you know, Houston Intercontinental has been ground stop. Did they just shut cir- down? Did they just circle for like ten they, minutes they across the whole city? They didn't tell anyone. We went like halfway between New Orleans and Houston, out over the Gulf, and it started circling. I was like, these motherfuckers aren't even saying anything. <laughs> oh my god! And then like after like the third circle, the captain comes on and is like, yeah, you know, there's there's thunderstorms in Houston. We can't land. Uh, we're just gonna circle for a bit. You know, we're, we're gonna, we have to circle for a minimum of another thirty minutes. And if we need fuel, we'll divert to New Orleans. And, you know, we'll, <laughs> did, did it make you we'll think wait. of that uh, the time that pilot was circling for weather and then just 
wasn't paying attention and they ran out of fuel oh, and crashed me. the plane. I thought about <laughs> yeah. that extensively. To the point what? where you just want to say, like, to the flight attendant, I, I know I'm, I know the pe- captain knows what he's doing, but yeah. if you just want to uh, mention. So we circled and then, you know, it got to a point and I could see, like, uh, in my weather app, like, you know, there was a red thunderstorm and it was moving and there was like another red cell that was moving in. So it was like a little gap of green. Oh, and then God. like right around then the, the captain comes out. It's like, all right, there's a little break in the weather. Oh, We're going to try it. Right I was like, oh, no. shit. I was like, I normally never get nervous on a plane, but I was like, this is bad. Like, this oh. is bad. I think the worst I ever heard was like, we were doing that same thing, kind of circular, or we we're getting a rough patch. And the pilot just came on and goes, seatbelts. And that was like, <laughs> and we were all like, what did he just, did he just like seatbelt? And he didn't say anything else after that. Yes. And it's just like, you saw the thing go on and we're like, I guess we're going <laughs> to die. Yeah. Who doesn't put on their seat, have their seatbelt on all the time? I don't wear my seatbelt. Why? People, you go, I'm just hanging out. A lot of times you go to the bathroom and you don't put it back on because it's, yeah. why? And it's too much pressure on happen? here for too long. And also what, you, you, I, you when, could like, just, there's a whole number of things that could happen ooh, where, ooh. I've got a great story about this. Let me find it. If the plane's Go going down, my seatbelt's not going to No, no, no. Shit. It's not an issue going down. It's like if, if there's just a slight bump, like, you know, relatively, you know, forceful, you can go up in the air and hit I, yourself I on did the top hit, of the plane. I did hit the ceiling Or if time. shit really happens and the plane's, like, kind of losing control, not just completely crashing, losing control, you're going to be rolling around all over the plane just crazy doing like somersaults. Well, then if the plane's going down, that's what I'm saying. If the plane's going down, I'm dying anyway. No, no, no. Yeah, planes go down he's, all the time and they're the fine. He's the one guy that gets killed they recover. during bad weather. You know, like there's always like <laughs> one person. He's It's just the seatbelt guy. It's the guy that refuses to wear a seatbelt. You'd, you'd be surprised how often horrible things happen there's while a you're reason flying they and they recover. You know, they, there's a reason they get on the intercom saying seatbelts. Seat well, when they, they do that, normally that's a signal for the flight attendants to go and uh, check and remind everyone to put their seatbelts on. There was a, a flight recently, I think it was a flight from uh, Abu Dhabi to Indonesia that encountered such severe turbulence that it broke overhead bins, spilled everything into the aisle, and nine people had to go to the hospital. And uh, I've got a few pictures of it. I don't know if uh, we, yeah. can, we can pull it up. So it's like, you can see there's like, Good lids Lord. from the bins on there uh all the shit there is just spilled out and <laughs> yeah they have a whole that, protocol could you they imagine go through. being on that when you're on all of a sudden your suitcase falls like that's I, your, there's a lot I, worse I, that's gonna happen in that plane than your suitcase no, no, falls. yeah but like you know i've been through like heavy turbulence where you're like you get nervous you're like uh but if things are breaking Right, like pieces of the plane are like are falling, falling down everyone's right, seeing yeah. your sex toys burst out of your suitcase <laughs> yeah that's a little crazy. This is a slightly unrelated. I don't know we're talking about planes, but like I was told not to get coffee on planes anymore because they never clean the coffee makers because the crews have no, there's no incentive for them to come in and be like, I need to clean this coffee maker during my shift. Yeah. So they just let it go forever. The, the problem I have with it is not necessarily that the coffee, well, I mean, the coffee machines are dirty, right? Right. The real problem is that unless it's bottled, there's really no potable water on a plane. That's like, right. You're not supposed to drink the water that comes out, that you wash your hands with yeah. in the bathroom. Oh. And it's like the same system that feeds the coffee and the tea. Uh. So you're you're getting shit coffee? No, you're not necessarily getting shit coffee. It's just you're Co- not supposed to be drinking coffee. Yeah. They, but they have to, they can't be just giving you shitty coffee. Like that's they legal. They can do whatever the hell they want. It doesn't matter. Yeah, they're in international waters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chaos in the skies. Yeah. Yeah. Rest will not, and I haven't. I haven't been getting coffee on planes because I just. Well, I, I think about now. that. Yeah, I don't get it just because it makes me. It makes me need to take a dump, and I don't want to take a dump on the plane. Oh, oh is that? 
Would you do it if like you were having a really bad time on a plane and you're like, I just need to like, you guys are going to suffer with me. Like, would you do, would you go take a dump on a plane? You have to, if you have to. I mean, if I have to, I have to, but if I can avoid it, I'll avoid it. Like, I'm not going to go out of my way. Like, I know if I drink the coffee, it's going to make me take a dump. I feel like there's certain places where you should never take a dump. One is a plane. Very good. One is a bar. There's no reason Mm -hmm. to take a dump at a bar. What have you been doing? all day that you all of a sudden it's one in the morning you're like man yeah i need to go to the, mm-hmm. i need to get this done like there's no <laughs> fucking oh yeah <laughs> Maybe there's a story. yeah there's a funny story about that but a bar um man something's another uh, there's work? gotta be another no work of course you take it that's how you get out of doing stuff <laughs> yeah. i i took a dump before i came here just i was like yeah i'll do that and come on the podcast no work all day um, there's got to be some other place though that's like there's no reason there bars, should not be a toilet bars are like the worst for me like if I go out to a bar I become stressed that I might have to take a dump at that bar <laughs> what? Right, like I'm worried like what if something happens and I need to take a dump? Like, you scope the bar out beforehand. There is check no this bathroom. Be no, like, all right. There is no reason you should ever have to take a dump at a bar. I know that's what I'm saying. Right. There's no reason, and, and I'm always worried that something's going to come up and I might have to. I think my, there I, is. Well, I have two stories about that, both involving the same person. Yeah, I have one friend who who took a uh, a dump. He, my friend comes out of the bar, or he comes up to me at the bar, and he's like, "Hey, you know how you always like see those like you go into a toilet, a public toilet, and you're like, how did there who shit on the wall?" Like, you know, you're like, how yeah, did that right. happen? I know who this You walk is. into the toilet, you're like, how did this happen? He was like, I have the answer. And it came out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> what? He was, he was like, this I had... <laughs> buddy, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, he goes... Yeah, so anyway, so he's like, I just really had to take a dump. And, like, the toilet seat was so nasty. And there was, like, like I, I didn't know what... To, you know, like, I just had to go. So he just squatted and just, like, let it loose. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. There's a difference between squ- squatting like, and letting it loose so that it ends up on the floor. And there's a difference between squatting and letting it loose so it ends up on a wall. That's like yeah. bent over, <laughs> yeah. asshole facing just, the wall. I think it was just like he just bent and just like let it go. I, I went into the toilet. Why did he? I, I went into the toilet afterwards. It looked like a shit man had been slaughtered. So wait, like, was it man, behind the toilet or above? It like, was did just he, like, did he, he arc just it? Like, I just imagine you cutting a shit man's jugular, and you're just like, oh! <laughs> but it was just, there was shit on the toilet, there was sh- shit on the, 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 whatever the front of the toilet is. This picture is like a perfect rainbow the, arcing it was just through like, the bathroom. It was, I mean, it was just like a, a bomb. I yeah. wish that we could find him and ask him to, like, physically recreate the position <laughs> he was in. His palms had to been on the floor. Like, he had to have been face pitched forward. This is like JFK That's what, exactly something. what I'm thinking. Yeah. It's like the magic <laughs> shit is what it is. But he had to have been like, bear with me here. This is the, to- this is the toilet. He had to have been... Aaron, like that, 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 that's what I imagined. Yeah. Like that, maybe? I, I don't know how he... I mean... I wish there was a reason why CSI had to go in there and like <laughs> chart it. Like, like Dexter's like drawing... Like, <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> the, the splatter <laughs> marks. But the same friend, another time... We were having yeah. this bachelor. So we were at a, bas- it was yeah. a bachelor party, and this friend. So, I guess to, so me and Aaron yeah. drove. It was a, we to went, New Orleans. We went to New Orleans. We drove to New Orleans. I was almost there the other day. Yeah, you almost landed. Everyone there. else who didn't drive took a bus, and on this bus they had certain. Th- this buddy had certain dozens say, and dozens of pot oh. cookies, basically, yeah. and he was the only one who really ate them like these are these are uh, so it was like a 10 hour bus ride no no it's like four hours and so Wait, no, no, no. Is it New Orleans? Houston? 
Yeah, it's like five, oh no, it's seven hours or something. It's long. Yeah, or whatever, uh, whatever. It's, but anyway, these uh, apparently, you know, our friends of ours had had like a cookie each, and they were they were out of their minds. Our buddy had had thirteen cookies, and he was sitting there like this when we got to New Orleans. And because me and Aaron were like, we just drove and we were yeah, fine. We drove, like, let's we go, let's go, like, to yeah, let's go to Bourbon Street. And he was just like, uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. And so we're like, okay, well, maybe we go do something like a little low-key first. But we, we go to Bourbon Street. Yeah, we go to Bourbon Street anyway. And we end up at... We end up at the, the, well, it was a bachelor party, so we're going to end up go at, at the a strip, strip club. club. Right. And so we're at the strip club and we're at this like, you know, kind of off the side room thing. And as we're the sitting... The champagne room? Sort of. It's kind of like a cordon off, like VIP area thing, mm. right? What were you guys doing there? Just hanging out. And uh, anyway, so we're sitting there, and we see all these people walking. Well, our friend disappears. Our friend disappears for a while. Cookie right. guy, long time yeah, yeah. cookie yeah, yeah. guy. Thirteen, 13 cookie cookies. Guy. And as we're sitting in this this section, all these people are walking by, like showing each other their phones and laughing, oh and they're like pointing God. at this thing. Oh no! And we're like, man, what's going on? What's going on? All these people are walking by in the steady stream, looking at these these pictures so i go up to one of them i was like hey what's going on and they go you gotta go to the bathroom you gotta see this guy and we're like okay so as we're walking we're kind of we're like oh man no 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 we go into the bathroom first of all here's the bathroom it's the door is always open right and the door faces the main stage so a stripper can look directly into the bathroom they don't have doors on strip like yeah, they don't, they, no they, door on the they stall, don't put right? doors on the stalls because people, you know, like oh, to keep people from doing drugs. It's just like, right. Yeah, not they don't put doors on the stalls, but also people were keeping the door to the bathroom open because of the spectacle that was in there. And so all of the dancers from the stage, they were just looking in the bathroom and seeing exactly what was going on. He was just he he walked about. He's standing in the bathroom naked <laughs> completely naked <laughs> well not completely naked because he had he had his shirt pulled up like this yeah but completely naked from the waist down and he's sitting he's on the sh- no, he, no he's standing oh was he st- he was standing in a spraying position again oh. and just sitting there and he was and everyone's taking pictures of him as he's trying to go to the bathroom and they're like you know they're laughing and sharing it. and all the dancers are like pausing like to look <laughs> and they're like everyone's naked you know basically looking at him and like even the i think even the announcer was getting into it. it's like don't go in the bathroom <laughs> got a special in there you know and all this stuff and uh, yet again he was causing bathroom ruckus and it's there. like what do you like i'm going to change his name to protect the innocent uh, uh Bartley. <laughs> Bartley, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, I'm just cooling off, guys. It's hot in here. I just need to cool off. What are you guys doing in the stall? And we're like, dude, you're not in a stall. You're in a toilet that's out in the middle of the open. How do those pictures not end up on Reddit? I think it's... I, I mean, don't I don't know. know. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I no, don't he think... wasn't covered with shit, though. No, no, no he not that. He was just naked. That, that's another place you shouldn't shit. At a strip, <laughs> club. At a strip club. Because also they got those guys in there, like, taking the money, and, like, that's just awkward, because you know he's just waiting outside of the stall door, <laughs> yeah. waiting for you to come out and give him a dollar. Do you think, like, you could be in there and be like, hey, man, I'll, uh, I'll tip you, like, five bucks if you just make farting sounds with your hands <laughs> right now while I'm in here? That way it doesn't, you, you can't hear me. It doesn't sound so bad. No, it's even, you're, you're in the stall, and you're like, hey, man, I got some money for tip, and you just you hold it underneath the stall while you're still going to the bathroom and see if he'll take it. Just be like, it's $5. Oh. Yeah. Um, that, but that was our friend. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there'll there be more a, that things was, that happen. Those pictures that are going to come back to haunt him. But they yeah. don't know who it is. That's the thing. It's like... 
He's not, you know, he doesn't have a social following. No one knows who he was. He's just another random drunk guy. At whatever. A at a strip Another club. guy naked at a strip and club. And Bourbon Street, you know. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, it was it was such a non-event for them. Even the DJ was joking about yeah, it. Yeah, like even you the said, DJ right? was like, they didn't even kick us Typical out. Typical Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Guess what, guys? It's Tuesday. Yeah, it's <laughs> Tuesday. It was a good bachelor party. That was great. It's fantastic. Chris, <laughs> no, I won't even go to it. I was, I, you remember we were going to that strip club and you were, Chris was so drunk. That was, no, that was the next night. Okay. Chris was so drunk and he got, no, so, I, uh, he got so lost. No, no, no. <laughs> what, I don't know what story you're telling. <laughs> I don't, All right, well I'll move on. Ah, <laughs> uh, you don't find Chris. You tell others uh, what stories you. Now, oh, well, speaking of bars, this is kind of uh, you know changes, not really changing the subject, but I played the most awesome game this weekend at uh, Barbara, uh, this nightclub in town called Barbarellas. Uh, with it was me, Blaine, and Barbara, and we were playing this game where. You know, this is a packed nightclub, right? And we play this game where you have to touch your nose to someone's back without them noticing. And I don't know if there's points or whatever, but like you basically, here, Brandon. People you know or random people? Random people, of course. So you're dancing, you're facing, you know, you're doing it. And I have to go, I have to do this. No, I felt that. No, but I wouldn't do it that hard. But like, that's the game. You have to Mm -hmm. see... You're all competing to do that. Plus, if it's crowded, you might not necessarily. Be you wouldn't. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah. this is the dance floor in Barbellas. Absolutely, you're getting bumped all the time. Yeah. And so, at first, I was like, "That is the dumbest thing I've ever seen." And then they started doing it, and I had to do it. And it was so amazing because you just you. I got obsessive with it because you touch a few people. You, you have an unnatural advantage. That's though. not. That's not fair <laughs> of you to say. But it's true. I have an unnatural advantage. So I can I got a little leeway, you know, like you see this thing. And I, I started touching backs and I started getting really into it where I didn't care about anything else that was going on. I just started going after people's backs as they were, as they were dancing. How many you know drinks did you know you know you know in? A lot of Aaron, drinks. Someone texted me because I was at town this weekend and they were like, are you downtown? And I was like, no. It's like. Because I just saw a bunch of your friends leaving Barbarella's and they were so drunk. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, yeah, of course, I was touching people's strangers' backs <laughs> in my nose. But here's what happened: there was this. I was da- I was doing the thing, doing the thing, and I tried to get this one guy, but he did. He moved away from me right as my nose went, and he started walking off to. The, so this bar oh, has God. has a ton of. Bar, it's it's long. It's big. It's uh-huh, a huge yeah. place, and so I was like that guy just got away from me. And by that point I was so drunk and so obsessive about it. That I was like, I got to get him. I got it. So I start following him through the bar and he's <laughs> walking Aaron. Yeah, I know. I, to it's the crazy. Bathroom and then, no, he didn't go to the bathroom. <laughs> he was walking all the way to the back. And the thing was, is there are a lot of little nooks and crannies in there. So every time he'd slow down to take a, you know, another turn to get, you know, towards the passage in the back, I'd almost have him, but then he'd keep going. So anyway, he gets to the back. He finally gets to the back you know, he's looking at his phone and he's like getting a drink or whatever and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, here, I got him. So I go up and I touch him just like that. <laughs> and he doesn't notice and he's just like that. I was like, yeah. And so as I turn, his buddy, who I guess he was going oh. to meet, saw me and just looked at me. <laughs> he didn't even say anything. He didn't go, what was that or anything. Did it and look like you were smelling him? No, no. It, did, it didn't look as normal as smelling someone. It looked like I touched him with, his, with my nose. And then the guy who I touched turns around and sees his friend staring at me. And we were just all kind of looking at each other. And I go, thanks. And I go, and I walk off and I go away. Like that was my Saturday night. 
And yes, oh, I was drunk. God. That's yeah. awful. That it's an amazing game. You will hate it. Yeah. You do hate it because the thought of yeah, everything yeah. about this sounds everything terrible. About it sounds like a nightmare. But it's so fulfilling. And then you have to take a dump. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The toilet seat was dirty. Yeah, yeah. Aaron, if you get addicted to this, you're going to develop some kind of reputation as like the phantom. I'm nose the nose poker. guy. Yeah. I'm the nose. You're guy. already. The- but for different reasons then then you'll just be like one of those bit of like weird news trivia like man in Austin Texas was arrested for assaulting 25 people by touching his nose a man who's claimed to have touched 200,000 people's backs with his nose was arrested I read a really weird news story Um, so uh, what's that one drug uh, no no it's that you take to not take a dump Imodium 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 Apparently, it's if you take oh, like a hundred emodium or something, you can get people are getting high off of it. What? What? I, that's what I said. It's apparently someone experiment. I don't know why you would experiment. I don't know who's the guy who's like, you know what? I'm going to take a hundred of these and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> like, how, th- maybe he's, like get- he's going out on a date. He's like, I really don't yeah. want to shit at the bar <laughs> or in the airplane. <laughs> But it was yeah. like someone with really bad diarrhea. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. If, if two stop normal diarrhea, a <laughs> hundred will stop what I got. I've been shitting water. That's all. <laughs> but no, apparently that's a thing now where it's like you take a bunch of emodium. And, like, I mean, I'm, it's got to be with kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah. It's always like high school. Yeah, it's always, like, it's yeah, like, yeah. I, those, can, I, can, I can buy emodium. I can buy as much as I want. Yeah, and it's. I mean, obviously it's bad for you because it's like. Well, no shit. Well, no shit. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, yeah like, do they get like really stopped up and are they not able to shit after I that? have no idea. I wish it was the reverse. I wish it was they found the laxatives just make them super high and it's just like a trade-off. <laughs> you <just laughs> shit your pants and get stoned. No. I, well, what is the... I can't imagine what the high is I, from So, that. okay. They, I'm reading up on this and I don't know whether to believe this or not. Okay. So I guess people are using it to self-treat addiction to painkillers. What? How's that? Uh, because apparently, uh, they can. You, some people can do self treatment for withdrawal symptoms, uh, like for opioid addiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I guess that's what they're trying well, to do. Well, <laughs> no, but uh, what? The thing is with with like opioids and stuff like that. Like I, you know, I've known people who've been addicted to that. You get constipated from uh, that, right? Right. Opioids like slow all of that system slow all down. stuff down. Yeah. So if you're also taking modium. Are you just building a dam inside of your colon <laughs> that's eventually going to rupture? Or what? Well, how long? But how long would it last? Like I, I don't, I don't. Know. I mean, are you asking how long the high lasts or how no, long they don't shit? Like, because <laughs> it's got to be a long time. Either one of them. So basically, I imagine the same people who are taking a hundred emodium to get high are also the ones shoving tampons of vodka up their ass. So like maybe they're winning somehow because they're, they're high from not shitting and that because they're not shitting, they can put the tampon up their ass and get drunk. And like maybe they got a whole, there's a whole, a system, whole system of getting messed up that we out, we were never a part of because <laughs> we, you know, we're just not in that generation. So what are the health risks of taking this? See now I'm not, this is a future addict that you just got. <laughs> no, I'm not. Not for the high. I'm just saying, you know, I don't, you know. I, I mean, I, the health risks. Uh, so it has serious side effects, including breathing and heart problems and even death. Uh-huh. So nothing uh, abnormal from any other drug. So I'm not crazy <laughs> yeah. about, you know, not crazy about bowel movements. So if this is an okay You may solution. not be crazy you about have it. to have them. But man, if you yeah, don't have often, one, you're going to be You can always them. get that thing where they come out of your stomach. 
Oh, oh go on. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, you whatever know, like, the thing uh, is. Yeah, the, yeah, the bag, the, the baggy, the, the baggy. colonoscopy bag. Yeah, the, yeah. the tap. Yeah, if you don't like dumps, you could always do that. No, that's worse. That sounds way worse. That's way worse. <laughs> I don't think anybody would prefer that. <laughs> Going out on a date and you're just like, oh, hold on one second, I gotta. <laughs> oh! <laughs> uh, yeah, that's 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 not preferable in in any way. What is it? So you know, like I, I keep mentioning, I was out of town. What is it about coming home and like taking a dump on your own toilet? That's just like the greatest thing in the world. Oh like, okay. God! While I was out of town, I was like, I kept having unsatisfactory dumps, and then I came home and I was like, immediately like, oh yeah. Because you feel like a prisoner anywhere else. I don't know. There's something about it where you like you feel rushed. You can yeah, you can spend a half hour in that bathroom. At yeah. Home. Plus, also, I don't know. I feel like other toilets have weird things about them like you know you don't know this, other toilets right, there's like one hotel room i stayed in it was like like i, I kept hitting my arm on the on the mm. seat like yeah. as i'm sitting there you like, hit your balls on the bottom of the you know thing the porcelain yeah, yeah. I, you don't want that i took a dump <laughs> at the airport that was like so i i traveled with uh, our friend zach anner who's in a wheelchair and if, you know you when you when you have someone in a wheelchair they board the plane first and do all that before anyone else boards because it's like you know it's a little more time consuming whatever we we were traveling and and because of the our schedule it was impossible for us to get to the airport early so we we're gunning it to the airport we get there and we're like right as they're boarding but i have to take a huge i have to go to the bathroom (laughs) and so they're like oh but we need to board him now and i'm like i have to go to the bathroom so i was i had so i went to the bathroom and then it was one of those things where, because of that, I made like everyone <laughs> late. Oh, because wow, then I had God. to. Then we had to board the wheelchair like after, like in the middle of everyone else getting on the plane. So was, were you were you, you rushed? Oh yeah, of course, because I knew I was holding up the entire. Well, could, you, you couldn't you have helped Zach onto the plane and then taken a dump on the plane, like while it's still parked there and people are boarding. I. I had to go to the bathroom. He <laughs> uh, didn't so, take a hundred emodium or whatever. I, yeah, I hadn't gotten. I'm sure the him. the people at the airline made that suggestion. Oh. They just, just go, like, "Are you going to be quick?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'll be quick." <laughs> the people are like, "I'm already halfway done right now." Yeah. The people on the airline should have the option of when you bore back on the plane, like if you've caused a delay, they should be able to say like. This guy's taking a dump uh, in the air in the airport. Sorry, we're late, but he apparently couldn't hold it. They should have a dump hat <laughs> that like, they make you wear. It's like the poop emoji, and you have to put it on your head, and everyone yeah. knows like it's that guy's it's fault. Just a pile on top of your <laughs> yep. head. Yeah. So you've not gotten on the uh, the squatty potty uh, train. No. Uh, I think we talked train? about. Was this just we talked about it on the off topic podcast? Yeah, I, I can't do it. Why not? I, I don't know. Why? I'm setting my I'm setting my ways. Just try it once. Just experiment. <laughs> I'm not that kind of guy, Brendan. <laughs> in a weird way, I don't like that other f- people's feet touch it. As in a, I don't know. I don't but they're touching strange. the floor. Yeah. I know there are you have shoes on. Yeah, but I don't I, like it. Might, for your it, house. Might just, it might just I mean, be like a mounting thing. Yeah, when you have to mount something. Well, you got to mount it, but I don't like the thought of other people. Like I can imagine the position they were in when I get into that but position. Just do it at home. Have you tried it? Yeah, I have, and I just is it better. Oh yeah, it just it feels like your evacuation. Life. It just goes. Yeah, you know what's like you gotta you know get a hat and hold funny? on to it because it's gonna is uh, what go for it when Chris. I was a, when I was a like a kid, right? You know, like so two years ago. No, like when you're like transitioning to like three going from ago. the diaper to like using oh, a toilet. Six. <laughs> you for whatever that? reason, when I was like four or three or however old I was when I was potty trained, that was. I, I that's how I, 
<laughs> I used to sit on the toilet like that <laughs> when I was like four, like this. Like, didn't you say Wait, this you one put, time? You put your feet on the toilet. Yeah, when I was like four, you went to slip in. Take a dump, like this. You and perched. I perched. Why and the I, hell would you do that? Where did you learn that? I I guess I didn't. And then at some point, I was like on the toilet like this and my mom or dad was like you should sit on the toilet not like perch on it like an eagle like an idiot <laughs> <laughs> but well, it was seeing, like seeing perch like an eagle makes me want to try the squatty part yeah. <laughs> <You should. laughs> now I'm more inclined to try it but, yeah. but just do this yeah. I guess what I'm saying is for whatever reason when I was three or four this felt most natural well because because you're that's, a stupid baby. Yeah, you're a stupid baby. No, that's that's how people are no, meant to do it. That's how. That's why the 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 the, the potty thing. No, that's, that's how why it's marketed. That's why it works on a toilet. That's how cats. But that's shit. that's normal apparently because cats are, cats have four legs. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. See. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying is I do think there's some like value. You have my back on this one, Chris. <laughs> well, <laughs> We've had the toilet for. 200 years now 150 years sure yeah i can say that we don't need to go back to shitting the woods posture i think we're fine how we are you know have you seen the the shitting unicorn video no oh you need to see the shitting unicorn video it'll change your perspective Does he use a squatty potty yep. like an idiot or perch on the goddamn Look, chair use a squatty potty we, we've shows showed them. this on the podcast before there's no need to show that video right. again good we're, we're, we've moved beyond that Apparently we not. can watch it later. <laughs> yeah, I'll watch it you, later. You, you with can you. you can hold hands while you while you while you watch it. But it does make me think about like you know we have all these advances in technology, and what if there's just like a very basic thing that we've had wrong for a long time? Like what if our posture is wrong sitting on the toilet? Now we haven't realized it for all of this time, or, and it's what's causing like skin cancer, or weird something. problem, or yeah, like uh, it's like or what this if is exactly what's in the unicorn video, or what it if, can lead to. Brandon, we're not going to fucking watch the video. I'm not saying. Or what if it's like, I'm oh, we didn't happened. realize that carbonating water is really bad for you. Yeah. Or yeah. just like some fundamental, like really basic thing. I always Can said I guess, it was like, like cigarette smoke and stuff and how that evolved. I, I feel like that's one of those things that you knew. Yeah. I, they always knew cigarettes were not. I mean, even in the, you know, 100 years ago, they knew like sm- smoking couldn't possibly be good for you, but they just marketing wins with enough money, you know, like, of course. But I always saw it like. 50 years from now or whenever, they're going to be like, I can't believe people use the same toothbrush every day. Oh, I cannot right. believe how disgusting, how awful. And like, we do it. Like, even if you have a fancy toothbrush or something that's self clean you're still using the same brush every day. People yeah. are going to be like, I can't believe they weren't using the laser beam I, stuff. I think that- I've seen <laughs> studies before that show, you know, if you keep your toothbrush out, like in your bathroom, that flushing a toilet ejects Oh. So much particulate into the air. Did you read that a study? That it just or like constantly is coating. Do you remember Gavin saying that? It was a study. Okay. Did Gavin say that? Yeah, Gavin. Said oh, okay. That. Mine's I, I right that. above my toilet. Yeah. It's like within flushing distance. It's covered in shit. Oh. So does that mean every the uh, the walls are just covered? Yeah. In sh- everything is covered. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much everything in your bathroom. So Dude, there's close a lot of the stuff. lid on what your toilet. Your towel? You flush. What about your towel? <laughs> yes. Dude, there's a lot. Is of it in stuff. your bathroom? It's covered. So what do you? Dude, you close the lid. To flush. When you flush, it helps. There's a lot of stuff in life that's covered in poop. I hate to break it to you. This is a really this has been a shitty podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I need to find a, a segue to talk about our next sponsor, and we just have, we just haven't I'll, hit it. I'll yeah. say one more thing about my personal toilet. Every I think fifth or sixth flush, 
some sort of air thing happens where it launches water out of it, like five feet. It doesn't happen every time. It probably happens 20% of the time. But when it does, it gets high enough that it'll hit you in the face. (laughs) Ask Barbara. She's she's been there. She's been victim. But, like, you can't control. And I try and keep the lid down and all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. But sometimes you don't think about it. Sometimes you're on the toilet when it happens. And it just... It's like a free bidet. But it's not (laughs) the kind of bidet you want. It's like a, a soiled bidet sometimes. Well, think about, like... Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And like, it's just a completely random thing. I don't know what to do about it. I don't know how to fix that. You call your landlord and be like, yeah. (laughs) My landlord is so awful, he will not fix it. First of all, he won't believe me. And second of all, he won't drive from Houston to fix it. So I'm stuck with this random, like, Russian roulette toilet that every now and then (laughs) hits me in the fucking eye with toilet water. Segway. I I have an update. Uh, I asked Esther uh, about this time we hung out. Mm -hmm. And she says... Definitively, um, vaguely, yes. Ask Esther. All periods, no explanation points. <laughs> Ask her um, what, what yes. I had for my sides no, on our I'm lovely dinner. And I bet, she know, I bet she not only gets them right, I bet she knows whether I use butter on the broccoli or on the potatoes. I know the answer, but I won't say it in well, case because Who puts butter on broccoli? Everybody. And thing? cheese. I don't cook. I don't cook. I don't know. What I know you don't. Everything you, everything you eat comes from a freezer. You, you, you use a microwave on everything. You remember you yelled at me for so long for not having a microwave? <laughs> yeah. And you're like, how can you not have a microwave? How do you eat anything? I was like, I just cook it. And you're like, but like, what do you do like when breakfast or dinner or whatever? I'm like, I cook. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, but where do you make your microwave dinners? And I was like, what are you talking about, man? I am not a fan of microwaves. I hate using That's another one of those things in yeah. 50 years when they're like, I, I can't believe they stood tr- in front of the microwave. I don't trust it. I, I hate turning my microwave on. It's like, I will do anything in the world I can to not use my microwave. Yeah. Why? Are you afraid that it's going to... I just don't trust it. I, yeah. just, like, I just don't... I don't think it's like a natural thing. Yeah. Fair enough. My friend in fifth grade... Even, sorry, even popcorn. Like, I don't do microwave popcorn. Like, I have an air popper. Oh, just that's for, cool. Just for that. Like, I, I'm not turning that thing on. My friend... Uh, convince me that you have to wait three seconds after it finishes cooking before you open it so otherwise you'll get radiation poisoning. <laughs> 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 so so for like a good like three years of my life every time it would beep and then i'd wait three seconds one mississippi two mississippi three mississippi and then i'd open it do you still do it though even though I you know it's not because logical, i don't anymore kind of one of those things because like, like well, enough maybe. people are like what the fuck are you doing get, open you know, like they're waiting in line to use a microwave or you know, and I'm just. Where are you using a microwave that there's a line for it? Probably work or it, something. It, it, yeah, anytime. You know, like people. People are waiting outside the bathroom door because he's perched on it like an <laughs> idiot. And he's getting his microwave popcorn out, <laughs> count to three Mississippi. Yeah. I also told. I'd also. I would also preach it too. I think that was part of it. I'd be like, <laughs> I, I would be like, you know, you need to wait three seconds before you open the microwave. I'm like, what are you talking? Do you, did your parents ever tell you like weird kind of things like that to get you to? mold your behavior they told you a lie i mean that happens all the time but like oddly specific ones like my parents told me every time you flick on a light switch it costs 19 cents they said every time it goes up costs 19 cents so aaron whenever you do that with the lights and you think you're being funny every time you did that it was 19 cents you cost us 15 dollars when you did that and i was like and i thought that till i was probably 17 like i tell people (laughs) just like you i'd be like you get, every time you flick up that switch, is 19 cents, not including all the power you're using. And people were like, this guy's fucking crazy. And then they were just, but no one told me. And then I, I figured it out on my own. But. <laughs> I think it's true with like, uh, like 
bigger lights, like uh, like studio lights. Like so you, when you, you were flicking the studio lights yeah, in yeah. the living I'm room. Just saying, <laughs> I know, I know, I'm just saying. Every time. You're ruining I, the, the green idea Aaron. of that. My, Could I know my parents situation. told me that paper towels were expensive, so I didn't. I wouldn't use paper towels. What would for, you use? What does no, that mean? His I, hand. <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess I'd use napkins instead. That's a difference. I don't know. In my head, my parents were like, don't waste paper towels. Those are expensive. And then in my head, I was like, these are really expensive. Like, I, I, why, why do people... What kind of house did you grow up in that had paper towels and napkins? Did anybody else grow up in a house like this? No. The house I grew up in was just paper towels. My, my mom, Who the fuck My mom was really napkins. weird about like having everything like decorative and like oh well these are the these are napkins that we have this and then paper towels over here and these are the fancy napkins these are the birthday napkins she was just really weird about that so at one point someone said don't you know don't you don't waste paper towels they're expensive do you have dishes that you've never used they were like dining room dishes for when we have. She, like, yeah, she, she the had the fancy, poke. fancy dishes that would be like, "Oh, we don't use these dishes." I'm like, well, "Why not?" And yeah. she's like, "Well, those are only for guests." <laughs> like, what well, is that? You're not good guests. enough. <laughs> like, mom, I got a microwave. This thing, I need a dish. Man, I had the, um, I had, I had the worst, the funniest text for my mom ever. I'm gonna read it. <laughs> okay. All right, give me a second. All right. All right, here. Let me let me read this while yeah. you while you look that up. Uh, I want to remind everyone this episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Blue Apron. Not all ingredients are created equal. Fresh, high-quality ingredients taste better and are better for you, so it's important to know where your food comes from. Blue Apron knows that when you cook with incredible ingredients, you make incredible meals, so they set the highest quality standards for their community of artisanal suppliers, family-run farms, fisheries, and ranchers. Whether it's Japanese ramen noodles, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, or heirloom tomatoes, Blue Apron is bringing you the best. For less than $10 per meal, Blue Apron delivers a seasonal recipe along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. With Blue Apron, you can customize your recipes each week based on your preferences. Each meal comes with a step-by-step, easy-to-follow recipe card and pre-portioned ingredients that can be prepared in 40 minutes or less. Check out this week's menu and get your two meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash roosterteeth. You love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash roosterteeth. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. I'm that's a big fan of their service. Use it every week. That's awesome. I don't understand where people learn to cook in general. I, I can't. I, I, I can boil hot dogs. That's it. But I don't know. Like, do, do people, do parents make their kids cook when they're growing I up? Like, how do you... Observing and helping, isn't it, a lot of it? And just a general desire to want to? I guess I had other stuff uh, to do. Um, okay. so, What's your thing? Okay, so context for this i recently had um a death in my family and then so uh my mom texted me this randomly no context just did you take a shower with a guy in a video it's <laughs> <laughs> a good start and i i knew what she was talking about on on uh my uh personal youtube thing i did a stupid like video of how to take a shower and there was a bit in there where i'm like and if you there are those hard to reach places you might need help and then someone pops into frame behind me as if we were taking a shower yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. as if we're it's just a stupid joke and so i was like not actually pretend mom that's what movies are that was my response to her and then then these are all other relatives that i'm listing she said this is what i assumed but justin was a little confused 
said Mindy's Josh told him about it, and there was some speculation as to the authenticity of the video. Oh my god! He asked what? me if you liked girls. I don't want to <laughs> oh, be. Oh no! I, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to be the last to know if there was something to know about my children. Oh. Would you be a pallbearer? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> One time. Now that they cleared that, hot <laughs> in that situation, take care of. And then, it wasn't in the category of porn, was it? Oh, that's so fantastic! All, my mom asked me if I was gay, if I would be a pallbearer for my the death of my family, and if I had done porn. And like, I like her. She's like, of course it's not. But and I was, was like, it? no, it was a comedy video, mom. She goes, is that a no to the pallbearer? <laughs> <laughs> That's aren't, so great. Aren't you glad I stopped you from putting out that one RT Life video? Yeah. 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 You said leave that hanging out there? Yes, we are. Oh, <laughs> my God. It's up to Chris. He said, he said we're to leave it hanging out no. there. But it is, it's one of those things, too, where it's like, I remember in high school, my mom came up to me at one point, and she was like, you know, I just want to, you know, she asked, she asked me if I was gay, and I was like, no. And she's like, it's okay if you are. I don't care. I love you anyway, but I just want to know. It's like, why do you, th- why do you think I'm gay? It's like, you never bring girls around. It's like, yeah, because I'm be- protecting them from you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't, I like, if I'm going to hang out with a girl, it's, I'm not going to bring her home to where like I shared a room with my little brother. I'm going to like, that's mm-hmm. not a good. Yeah. My, uh, my brother Lynn, you know, you know, like, uh, you know, I never, uh, brought women around either, you know, to family things. And the family started asking him, like, is, is Aaron, is he, is he, mm? <laughs> and I, I thought it was so funny that they, they wouldn't even say it. They're just like, mm? and Lynn was like, yeah, yeah, he is. He absolutely is. And he has been for a while. He just, he's scared to tell you guys. <laughs> and I hadn't, sh- I hadn't gone to like a family thing in like a year or two or something like that. And so every time they kept asking, like, they'd ask Lynn, like, well, has Aaron found someone yet or whatever? And they're like, no, he has, he's, just, he's looking for the right guy, you know, and stuff like that. And, and they're like, okay, all right. well, whatever. So fast forward a couple of years, I show up for a Thanksgiving and they're like, Aaron, so you met anybody uh, lately? And I was like, I mean, no, not really. I mean, I've been really busy and I haven't been dating much. They're like, busy oh, with where, my roommate. Yeah. You know? <laughs> they're, they're like, where do you, where do you like to go to meet people? And I was like, I mean, I don't, you know, you go to bars, you go to libraries and, you know, or whatever. And they're like, well, you go to any kind of like, I don't know, s- special bars. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes I go to theme nights or whatever. You know? <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay. So theme, theme nights. All right. Well, do you go to, you know, like cowboy type things or maybe, you know, maybe it's a village people thing. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'd go to that. That sounds awesome. You know, and they're just. I never knew. And I, and it went like, it was a couple, you know, it was probably Thanksgiving and Christmas that I had no idea that they, that they, you know, were thinking that. And then when I found out, like, I was like, man, should I just keep it going or what? Cause I don't care, you know, either way. And I was like, man, maybe I should. And then I just, did, I don't think I ever cleared it up, but yeah, that's my great brother there. It's really funny. So brothers are for, that's what he's, that's what he's for. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I just thought it was so good. That, that's <laughs> what I like about Lynn is he will instantly like validate any right. question. He jumps on anytime someone asks him something. Is this happen? He'll yeah, yeah, without hesitation. So my brother does streaming with you know some people might know him. he streams with John right. quite often or whatever. And and yeah, man, he just he can he commits to a bit unlike anyone I've ever seen to where like you will get lost in the truth 
so quickly and he just loves it i wish i could think of it you may know an example well like that uh, time i think we told this story in a podcast wherever um uh your landlord was trying to show your oh, apartment oh right right and he said and, i was in- and and they they like we you, you know you, we couldn't get a hold of aaron and you were listed the emergency number uh what happened to aaron he was like oh yeah he's in jail yeah he's in prison Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and they thought that and they started moving on on getting rid of my apartment. Like they started busting into all like it's always stuff like that where like I can't and the thing is is I can't leave well and now now Blaine's roped into this because uh Blaine was recently out of town um and he said, Aaron, you know, uh you know, I'm gonna be out of town for a little bit. Make sure Lynn doesn't break into my apartment. And I said, <laughs> I said, dude, I can't, I can't promise that. I mean, he might like, it depends if he's bored or not. If he's bored, then you're, you know, your apartment is might as well just leave the door open. You, you got to print out like a picture of his face with the international no symbol. Yeah. over it, like, <laughs> it No, no, door. it's funny too, because when you were, you were gone during uh, South by Southwest and I was like, Hey, because we had a friend coming into town to visit and I was like, Hey, and he was asking to crash at my place. I was like, Aaron's out of town. Why don't we just, I was like, texted Aaron. I was like, hey, can we, can so-and-so crash at your place? He's like, no, I don't have the key with me, but Lynn could, Lynn can open it. Yeah, Lynn can open <laughs> he can, it. He can break into it. Yeah, Lynn has all the lock picking stuff and all that stuff. Like he can, I mean, he can get into anything. It's scary. Like I, so we got locked out of the YMCA. Like we were, you know, uh, going to the gym or something like that. And he locked his keys in his car. He went to the YMCA and he got, what did he get? He got maybe a coat hanger or something. And within five minutes, he w- broke into his own cop car. Like, I mean, he's not a cop, but he owns a cop car. And he broke into it <laughs> immediately without even thinking. He's like, all right, let's go home. And I was like, you're, you're out of line. Also, everyone thinks he's my older brother. He's my younger brother, just I've, so you know. Oh, I thought he was over. Yeah, right. Locks are interesting to me. Like, I, I can see why someone would get into, you know, wanting to break into They're them. They're fascinating. Like, yeah, you, you trust so much of your shit. People trust all of their shit to be, like, secured by a lock. And you think about it, it's like, again, it's like this old technology that really fundamentally hasn't changed in maybe 100 years, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, and, you know, on cars, maybe it's a little different the way those locking mechanisms work. But it's like, if you just learn, you know, one or two things about them, then... There's nothing stopping you from right. opening yeah. anything. I'm just going in. That's right. why locksmiths have to be bonded and all that stuff. Because they have the info to get into anything. Right. Like there was, I, I'm almost like hesitant to talk about it, but there was a, like a craze for a while when people discovered bump keys. I don't know if you remember that, like right. five years ago or so, which is like a key with basically it's kind of like loose teeth. And you put it in a lock and you just kind of like shake it or knock on it a few times. And then it like falls oh, into place with the yeah. tumblers and you can it, open. Oh, it's the shit. fundamentals of a lock picking kit right. is it, having that, you know, uh, different size bump keys. And right. It's like, like that yeah. you just like knock on it a few times and keep twisting it. And then eventually it's like the tumblers fall right into place and you can open up almost yeah. any lock. So yeah. like that was like, oh, now you got to get a lock that doesn't, you know, respond right. to bump keys. And then it's like, well, there's always there's always something else. It's, and then at the very base, there's just like kicking a door. Right. Yeah. Just like busting a door. Down. Yeah. You yeah. think about where the the latch connects to the door frame, and typically those screws are like an eighth of an inch. Or the maybe screws a and even inch. the latch is a, a half an inch, right. or maybe an inch in. You yeah. Know, you just stomach. hit it with enough force; it's, it's going to break. Yeah. And even the door jam could just like smash through too. Right. It's yeah, like it's you, 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 you have, or even even worse, it's like someone just takes a rock and smashes your window. Right. Yeah. It's like true. that's it. It's like there's you know you, oh I've got a great lock and all this like you, you still got windows. No. Like there's still it's like so many ways to get into Or they into or stuff. they slit your convertible top. They just cut oh. it with a razor blade. Like they We've all know. been there. Yeah. Or you know, or a motorcycle, they could just jump on your motorcycle and take off with it. I can't leave 
I started, I was parking my motorcycle out front and then the, this guy got it stolen. He's like, yeah, all they could do is put a screwdriver in it and turn it and then they drive off. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah. Or they just load it in the back of a truck and leave. And I was like, <laughs> what? And so I started parking it in the garage, but like, well, yeah. you're going to die anyway before it gets stolen. That's not tr- <laughs> every time, every time that motorcycle comes up, people, here's what the equivalent is. Someone died like two weeks ago in Austin and, and yeah, then but, two weeks before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm but, sure someone died from a heart attack. Right. You know, more frequently than that. Or they're like, this yeah, other thing yeah, yeah, but that's more, more a natural choice. Yeah, that's a Eating natural. hamburgers every day is a choice, too. Telling, it's not the same. Telling people you got a motorcycle is like going, hey, Brand, I, uh, I just bought two cartons of cigarettes. I think I'm just going to smoke them all tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. And you're just like, it's that face. It's like, Aaron, you know about cigarettes. Yeah, I know about cigarettes. I know about motorcycles. And it's, it's fun. Barbara was, on, <laughs> Barbara was not on the motorcycle. The other day, in case the Dunkelmans are watching. But if she had been, she would have had fun on it in the parking lot. I'd go on That's it. That's all I'll say about that. <laughs> I wouldn't even I'll, wait I'll for I'll drive a it in a parking lot. No, Chris, you cannot drive the motorcycle. No. The way you drive, you are guaranteed to die immediately on the motorcycle. There is no, gra- there will be no grace period for you. It will be like, you'll get on the motorcycle and be like, this is fucking, and it's just <laughs> in a flash. And you know who they turn to when that happens? Me. They go, Aaron, what you knew he could you you know what I, he thought I'd about microwaves and perching fine. on toilets. <laughs> like No, you'd end up in a ditch. You'd end up in a ditch. I, yeah. Or in a fence. And then I get in ditch. trouble. Yeah. I can't I, I I'd can't. be fun. You could ride a Vespa. And you look you you seem at home on a Vespa. Did you ever try riding the motorcycles we used in immersion? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did, I did. Okay. Yeah. Those are literally like a foot tall. They were like they were like this high, and there were no power. My thing has the power of like a Honda, and it weighs a, a power of a Honda. Well, I don't know yeah. what that means. What, what does that mean? Well, it's got the it's got the horsepower of like a a Honda car. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but it, but it weighs. Well, Hondas make motorcycles too. That's why it's confusing. Oh, uh, Honda say a Honda Civic okay. or something, like okay. an old Honda Civic. Oh, it's got you're the, talking about yet a Honda motorcycle. No, I have a yeah, cow. So that's, that's really confusing. That's what, yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. they're a motorcycle company. Right, right. But anyway, the, but the that bike only cars. weighs 350 pounds. So, and a car weighs, you know, 10 times that. So you do that and it's really, you know, fast. It's math. I feel like it's this math. is Aaron trying to describe his penis or something. <laughs> Listen, it's like, it's really great and it's really blue. It's a blue and it's got and the power fast. of a Honda Civic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, no, no. Look and at Chris, look. if you get on it, you're going to wreck. I know it's it's only it's 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 yeah, it's only this big, but it, the power <laughs> it's got the power of a Honda Civic. Yeah, but it's only this big, and I can't leave it out or it'll get stolen. Just do you like take penis. up an entire parking space when you go out? Yes, of course, because I need my space. God but damn it. But it's nice, and I don't have to pay for parking downtown or anything. There's just the elevated risk of, uh, you know, injuring myself on roadways. Oh, so is there just parking anywhere for you? You can just squeeze your motorcycle in anywhere downtown? Yeah, absolutely. I, park, oh, I can awesome. park inside buildings, just ride up, <laughs> go in the hallways, and just... I was thinking about riding it to set when I was on day five. I was thinking about riding it to set, like, showing up kind of late and just driving right into the middle of the set and being like, what are we filming? And getting off. And, like, I, I wish we had bullhorns. We didn't have bullhorns. But that would have been such a Michael Bay move. That would have been cool. Dude, that's awesome. I, because uh, we lost Uber and Lyft, I walked downtown Saturday because I was like, I have no other option here. And it was, like, 35 minutes. <laughs> and that's then it's so just awful. 35 minutes to get downtown and another 15. Then we went to the bar and uh, for Blaine's birthday. And immediately got there, like, all right, guys, 
we're going 10 blocks down to Barbarella's. And I was like, motherfucker. So, uh, so you were talking about cars. It made me want to think about something that uh, I wanted to, to bring up uh, this week on the podcast, which is I saw an auction online for, are you looking for a new car? I found a car for you, if you are. Uh, I wasn't, but tell it's me. a 1983 <laughs> Rolls Royce. It was custom built into a station wagon. And it was modified to run on propane instead of gasoline. <laughs> what? The only catch is oh that God. it's in Germany. Uh, and it's going up for auction. And they're expecting it to sell for about $29,000. That's so cool. What? Which you, you could own a custom-built Rolls-Royce. Look at that! How do you look at that two tone? Pea green and and green green. So do you get one of those tanks, who like custom, at the supermarket, and just throw it in there? A, a rolls. Well, it was like a customer ordered it because uh, the story is, and I don't know how true it is. The story is, look at you'd have the Rolls Royce thing. Rolls the story Royce is Logan. that he wanted a Rolls Royce to tow his race car. <laughs> that is so awesome. That's uh, so. That's I, such a British. I have thing no too. idea why uh-huh. it's uh, modified to run pro- on propane, but. There it is. Look, it's in good shape. Yeah, you, you'd awesome. have a Rolls Royce for $29,000. Yeah, and as soon as uh, it needs an oil change, you go and it's, you know, no, $5,000. No, as soon as you have it, you have to spend another thirty grand on it. Yeah. Easy. Just because there'll be some vacuum hose that just explodes. And you won't know why. And because it's was custom built, right, you said? Yeah. Yes. Rolls Royces are already custom built. And to have it custom built on custom built and by... Who was building at the time? British something. British, uh, yeah, yeah. What, whatever, that thing is going to just blow blow up. Yeah. It looks cool, and I would totally have it. It doesn't even look cool. No, it's co- that's kind of cool. People it's would look, cool. You'd be like, hey, you want to ride my Rolls Royce? It's such a, <laughs> you put a waterbed in the back. And, <laughs> you go out like, to the valet, like, which car is yours? The Rolls Royce. <laughs> <laughs> what, behind the station wagon? You're like, it oh, is it is a station <laughs> wagon. <laughs> yeah. It's not a station wagon. It's a Rolls Royce. It's a banging wagon. So just give us your number. I would love to drive that car, to yeah. own that car. I'm sure you can't import it. I'm sure it's like, oh. Why not? Why not? I think you could. It, there's always like weird laws about importing cars. and yeah. but, but if it's older than something like 25 years old or something, it does, a lot of those laws don't apply. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah a lot of those exempt, but you're still going to have to hire a company to do it. And uh, yeah, it, it'll be 12 grand. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I went through all this bullshit trying to import a Toyota. Uh, but yeah, it's a really rare car. <laughs> no, it's not. Toyota. You should have let me import a Toyota Sorry. station wagon. You, uh, <laughs> I called Toyota US. They told me to call Toyota Canada. I told Toyota Canada. They call, told me to call Toyota Mexico. Toyota Mexico told me to call Toyota. Such an interesting story, Brandon. Go on. Yeah, I'm just angry. I don't want to go into it because it's fucking boring custom shit, but it just <laughs> makes me so angry how everybody is throwing me to another place. All right, I'm sorry. I'm done. It's called the government, um, man. If it's so hard, so I, I remember, you know, you, you talk about how hard it is to import a Toyota. I think I read a story a few it's months a ago about how um, governments were starting to wonder why it is that ISIS has so many Toyota trucks. Yeah, mm. and every one of them's a Toyota truck, right? So, like, people were starting to like trying to starting to question. How are they getting so many Toyotas, <laughs> yeah, and why is it always a Toyota truck that they have? Well, I'd read, too, that they'd gone to Toyota and been like, why is this Toyota? They're like, I don't know. Why is it? Like, we'll help you out with whatever you need. It's not like we're supplying ISIS. It's a little on the nose, <laughs> you know, isn't it? You <laughs> like, know why? Because it's so fucking hard to import a Toyota into the United States. They have to go somewhere. <laughs> no, yeah, I so it was October 2015. It's a story here on ABC News on their website. It says, U.S. counterterror officials have asked Toyota, the world's second largest automaker, to help them determine how ISIS has managed to acquire the large number of Toyota pickup trucks <laughs> and SUVs seen prominently in the terror group's propaganda videos in Iraq, Syria, Libya. Well, it's those Tundra commercials. They're filmed in the mountains. <laughs> 
just, what if it's just a, a, an opposing like car company just giving them Toyotas? <laughs> that would be genius. As like negative propaganda. But the thing is, it's kind of a, an endorsement because they run through everything. It's like, you know, Out in the I, desert. IED <laughs> in the desert. Hit by NATO forces, Toyota's there, and we'll keep you running. It's like, I'm going to get a Toyota. Look at that guy. Right? He's got an AK-47 Toyota. That's you awesome. You see what they did? They like mounted air, anti-aircraft yeah, guns to the back anti- of it. You ever see when they... Sh- <laughs> yes, exactly. You ever see when they shoot those anti-aircraft guns from the Toyotas? Oh, man, the whole truck like lurches back. It just makes sense, though. If they're shooting AK-47s... And you know, stu- like time testing stuff like that. Same reason people like Humvees because they're right. like, hey, yeah, this they're just gonna keep like going. They're gonna keep going. It's like you know, Top Gear always does that stuff with the Toyota Hilux, which is the the Toyota truck. You know, they drop it off buildings. They you know take it up uh, volcanoes, whatever. Blah, blah blah. It just keeps running. And if you're fighting, uh, you know, an international war, you gotta you gotta have something that's dependable. What did the Libyans have in Back to the Future? A oh, van. they had a van, but oh, it was like a, a van. it might have been a Toyota van, Back or was it a Volkswagen van? Libyan yeah, but they were in... Yeah, it made me want to get a van. They were totally like, in a car that they would not be in. Like, yeah. what, it was a Volkswagen. It was a Volkswagen, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was, it was a Volkswagen was a, or a Toyota. Yeah, yeah, the like, two-tone blue and white. Yeah. That's so That's so funny you remembered that. But yeah, that, that'd be funny if they were all in those vans, though. Like Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah, no, it made it, look, it made it look good. Yeah, yeah. yeah it looked great. If you were Libyan, you had a... Uh, I was thinking about oh I'm sorry go ahead you hold that thought I got one more thing to read here Uh, I want to remind everyone that this episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Harry's stop compromising on your shave and get started with Harry's for far too long you've either paid too much for a comfortable shave or you've settled for a low price low quality razor Harry's offers something you've never had before a great shave at a fair price Harry's makes its own high quality razors cuts out the middleman and ships them directly to you for half the price of the leading brand Good shave, good price. It's simple. Get the best of both with Harry's. Harry's starter set, the Truman, is a great option for new customers and an amazing deal. For just $15, you get a razor handle, moisturizing shave cream, and three of Harry's five-blade German-engineered razors. Plus, there's a special offer for listeners to the show. Harry's will give you $5 off your first purchase with promo code ROOSTER. Go to harrys.com right now. Look for the Truman set. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com and enter code ROOSTER at checkout to get $5 off and help support the show. Stop compromising. Give Harry's a try today. I traveled overseas with this razor because I like it so much to shave up or clean up my beard. And How, what's, your current, what's your current facial? I got I to gotta like shave all in here. Oh, yeah. I got to shave all in here. No, but is this the current design layout you're going with? Yeah, that's why it's on my face. <laughs> what, what kind of question is that? Yeah, no, but I mean, like, did you, did you transition to this, or have you been doing this for a while? I mean, it's only been, like, nine years. No, every now and then you do something different. No, every now and then. Sh- I used to shave it, but that's been, like, two two or three years since I've done that. Well, it's been, like, you two or three years since we hung out, man. That's what I told is it, It's been five years or two or three years? I don't know when that I bet was. it's been longer than five years. years. Probably. It's been longer Are than you, two. Yeah, I mean, I don't think... I've ever, I moved, like, two years ago. I've never oh, yeah, questioned your facial hair. Right, it's... I do it from is. time to time. Uh, I just don't tell you about There's it. that one short where you happened to shave the day we were doing pickups and we put mascara on your face. That was uh, an episode of Immersion. Was, no, 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 no. It was, it was, a, was um, that, was a, the, that reunion short. Yeah. Because I think we had to film. Oh, oh right. We had and to film a scene that wasn't in the. That they, uh, we filmed the. the, the we, had, we had to film a scene that was for the web version only. That okay. might have been like the last time that I fully shaved everything. And you're off. like, yeah, because yeah. I don't want. I'm not getting mascara all over my face again. <laughs> yeah. Nobody noticed. 
they'll notice now. Yeah, they notice now. I notice now when I look at it. I'm like, oh my I, that's God. all I can look at. Is yeah, your facial. Like, it's only one so shot, bad. right? No, no, it's like it's a whole scene it's a with full Gavin. Scene. Yeah. Oh man, I, I don't remember. Yeah, it's it a off. scene where you, it's like Gavin's got sticky notes with dicks or something, and you're wearing mascara as a beard. Oh right. Oh that one. god. Yeah, yeah. They have it here. <laughs> that's it's, it's all, it's all mascara. <laughs> <laughs> like you can obviously tell now. <laughs> now that you know. <laughs> so like David Blaine or it, something. There's a close up too later where it's like you can clearly tell. Oh. Uh, no, 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 see, yeah, you obviously shoot it to not show my face. <laughs> <laughs> you obviously shoot it or yeah, frame it to not show my face. face. Yeah, God, that's terrible. It's funny when you do stuff like that and people don't understand what the reason was, but they notice something's different. Like, what's wrong with Gus's face? Like, <laughs> yeah, they can't exactly pinpoint it. Yeah, they just think it's something naturally that's yeah. just distorted. My and face is horribly wrong. wrong. With my face already, so <laughs> yeah. it's like there's nothing additional. There's something wrong. especially wrong with his face this week. I don't know what. What were you gonna say? I cut you off before the Harry's thing. Oh, I was thinking about putting a deposit on for the Tesla, but then Jordan convinced me not to because of basically you and him. Why did he convince you not to? What does that mean? That's opposite of what he told me. If I would get, I was thinking like, well, if I get it now, he's like, well, you wouldn't get it until like six months after like Gus and I and everybody else. So you'd come to the office really <laughs> excited to talk about it and everybody would be like, oh my God, that's the last year. I think at this point it'd be way longer than six months. Yeah. yeah. I think it's gonna and I'd be, be like, I have no, there's no one that I could share this joy with. Okay. I'd go to Paula. I'd be like, look, it's self, she'd be like, I don't, it's a robot. Yeah. That's, he, he was trying to convince me to, to do it like the, the, the day. day after. And I thought about it because I, you know, I love dry, cars that drive themselves and stuff. I can't believe you didn't do that. How did you not do that? I just don't care about cars. And I didn't want to spend a bunch of money on a car. But, you'll, but you you wouldn't have spent like a thousand dollars yeah. down right now. You would have spent what? It's going to be thirty grand, thirty five. It's going to start at thirty five. But I, I, I just don't like spending money on cars. I don't like cars. Yeah, I, I don't think spending spend. money on cars is also dumb. Uh, I think like cars are as as a general rule like a terrible investment, terrible, terrible like thing to they, buy. They, depreciate um, instantly right but I, I i this one's not like a crazy amount of money and i feel like it's a car you could ideally use for a while and if you're also cutting out gasoline it kind of like yeah. plays it, plays into that as well see and by the time it comes out my current car is probably gonna be right. a little older yeah. and ready for I a mean, replacement what, you're making me feel bad no 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 what i'm guessing for not pre-ordering it no but no because no, no. <laughs> you care about the self-driving aspect what i'm guessing is by that point either uber or you know Google, there's basically going to be a best like a subscription service to self-driving cars. So instead of buying a car and buying insurance, you pay this much money every month, and you have all the self-driving car, you know, cab rides. Basically, yeah, you that'd want. be awesome. And I that's mean, what you care. You don't care about the car. You just care about the, the service. I really don't care about yeah. the car. I just, I, well, I also like the idea of a car that's like, you know, electronic versus like gas power. I, I think that's cool. Like, yeah. The, I like all the idea of, of a Tesla. I just I just don't care about cars. Yeah. I was just thinking of the subscription service aspect of it. Like, what if you it's lost like your credit Prime. card and they tried to charge it while you're on, like, a road trip? And, like, you're in the middle. You're, you're, you're driving. <laughs> and you're just, like, waiting. But, like, you hadn't made a payment unknowingly in, like, a month. And you're just kind of, like, asleep in the car. And it just, like, cancels your auto drive. <laughs> and, the thing, and the car just goes running off the road. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck happened? Like, I, w- I would or, think the smart thing to do would be... It would then detour you to the closest office. Yeah. It locks the doors and stuff. It's like, please pay immediately. <laughs> yeah. You're like, uh, I'm good for it, I swear. Or like when the cabs drive you to an ATM when you don't have any cash in their credit card. Or the stripper takes you to the ATM and demands that you take out the cash. Uh, but with self-driving cars, <laughs> what, how much do you think you're going to pay for? $35,000 to me, and I think like I would personally not 
ever have a self-driving car. But like that seems like a good price. You're not going to get one of those for twenty grand. You know, you're not going to get a self-driving I, car. I, I don't think grand. people are going to own self-driving cars. There's too difficult to maintain and why? probably to program. It's going to be a completely subscription service. Why is it too difficult people, to maintain? Yeah, no, hold on. I, I want to drill onto this. The first thing you said. Why is it too difficult to maintain? You know, what if you're driving and there's a bump and something moves, you know, and it's going to be like... It's a car. It's a car. car. All cars... It's just a car. Yeah, but the sensitivity. I mean, if if one little thing is off, you know... It's simply like your pistons firing or your spark plugs There's a lot of stuff that can go wrong in your car. And it's just like every now and then... They're built to handle this shit and potholes. It's a consumer product. All you're talking about is driving over streets. There's a lot of things that can happen in your car where it's like, all right... Go at some point and get this looked at. If a component on a self-driving car stops working or is messed up, you it's I'm not you're not gonna get in that then thing. Then you and let get it drive you a around. self-towing tow truck it's <laughs> to come and take you to the self-fixing well, you, well, car mechanic. You're, you're, you're talking about a computer thing. And cars already have computers, and computer issues are so rare in cars. But the thing is, it's not just a computer issue. The computer issue relies on a physical object. Like they have a computer, an apparatus. <laughs> All, no, that, no, no, no. What I'm saying is, it relies now. with like a physical apparatus that's, on the top of your car. That's, that's There's the case more now, points Brandon. Of failure. That's the case now, Brandon. We shouldn't have fuel injection in cars. That's just another point of failure. It's more fuel it's, lines it's going. Gonna, and there's a computer regulating the amount of fuel. And just give me a carburetor and a screwdriver. That's <laughs> Look, the way it, I want to drive my car. How there, many things have gone wrong in your car where you're like, all right, eventually I got to take this in? I'm telling you, something goes wrong on your self-driving car. That is not something that you want to mess with. That is a goddamn attitude. No, it's anybody who's had a car. Ask Aaron. His car breaks every. I don't even know what you don't bring me into this. No, that is honestly the The Miata has not not broken. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it's not. It's going to be a consumer product that's designed to be driven, and if something's wrong, you take it to the fucking mechanic, like the car you drive now. Something goes wrong, you take it to get it fixed. There are. More things as the cars develop. That's what that's people, that's that's what people have that always said. For years. And if God. you're talking about something that has to drive itself, if one little sensor is off, oh, like they, they wouldn't have designed the car to account for that. No, they just probably a light that says you're fucked, dude. Brand, let me get tell you dude. something right now. The you, wheel bearing on your Honda on the front right is very loose. You didn't know that, but I've known it. That wheel can pop off at any time. Did you know that? When? When did you see that? Well, now I'm telling you, but I noticed it uh, uh, the other day. I heard it squealing. If that pops off, you have three wheels on your car, and you know what's going to happen? You're going to go like, they, like you're stuck to go. You can't drive your you're car. Not like, it's not going to be able to move. By the way, no. you need to change that wheel bearing. If, anything, what I'm not, saying. Anything, they should take wheel bearings here, here's, out of cars. I'm not. I'm just. Brandon, you, Brandon it's let me tell you why situation, you're dumb. Let me tell you why you're dumb. Okay, go ahead. First of all, I'm getting loud. I need, I need anything, to stop being you loud. Yeah, you don't know anything about tr- cars. That's not true. You don't know. You anything. don't know anything about cars either. I know. I you don't. know why I know stuff about cars no, no, now no, no, no. is because they work like planes. Because it's driving by wire. They're all electronic. I just bought a car. I know when you brake, you're not actually doing anything physical. It's the computer. That's why you know about cars it's, now. It's the computer. Yeah, I mean, it's because like in in I learned all about flying by wire and all the plane shows. He doesn't know. And then about about right, by first wire. of all, you, know about first by of all, you just said. Computers are, uh, cars are all driven through computers. Yes. The reason you don't want to drive a self-driving car is because it's controlled by a computer. No, not because it's controlled by a computer, because that computer relies much more on physical pieces of equipment in order to function than like my car now. The thing he's worried about, and I'm going to try to distill his fear, he's worried about the cameras and the sensors on the car braking. Is that correct, Brendan? Yeah, and then the thing breaking, on top, dysfunctioning. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. So that's the point. Are you worried, worried about? So, 
from a safety perspective, you will not get in a self-driving car? No, I'm just saying there's, there's more points of failure than with another car. And if something fails, I don't think you fuck with it. The car just doesn't drive itself anymore. Whereas in a regular car, something goes wrong. It's like, all right, you know, just eventually take this in and get it looked at. Like if I have one little error light in a self-driving car, it's I just going to stop. Out. It's just going to stop though. It's just going to go and stop because they're going to know. They're like, there's going to be some crazy asshole. As soon as he sees the error light, he's going to freak out, and they'll just have a, an internal. Who thing would not that, freak out? That shuts down the car, and it'll just go if to the any, side. Yeah, immediately. any component that doesn't work, it'll stop. And also, I don't think it. I think it'll have like sensors that are not just like GPS, satellite stuff, blah blah blah. That it'll be. It'll go to like manual mode, and like no. I'm not trying to say I'm afraid. I'm con- I'm going to die. What I'm saying is. It's more annoying because if anything goes wrong, the car becomes unusable. You know, and there's more points of failure that debil- that here's people the deal. Have been, but I've been saying to people, as technology gets added to cars, yeah. you know, and as it's been happening over decades, I'm sure people have thought that every single time. Every single time a new piece of technology comes around and gets added to a car, someone says, oh, well, great. Well, if that new piece of technology gets broken, now my car's worthless, and, and now I can't fix it. And that was like the big thing when cars went from... And added fuel injection and all these onboard computers. Mm-hmm. Like, now it wasn't... Like, I used to drive an old car, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I kept a toolbox in the bed of my truck. And I was like, if something breaks, I'll just pop up the hood. And I'll fix it wherever I am on the side of the road. Whereas you can't, you can't, you can't do that it, yeah. realistically anymore with a more modern car. This, this, but uh, this is just the next extension of that, where it's like further you know, removal of the driver as someone who can work on the car. No, I, a, I get it's that. The same I just think it's, it's the same with every technology, dude. Because our car has sensors too that helps you brake. Like the car will brake itself if it thinks you're going to crash. But if those things stop working, yeah, I don't, it doesn't matter. I mean, here's it's just the, the, the danger and requiring on, not, not computers companies, and computer interfaces, but physical things on the car. Companies like Mercedes, right, for a number of years now have had... Which are developing their own self-driving car. Self-driving car, but they've had... Uh, that would, they, they would sell for well, consumers. They've, they've had a system <laughs> They've had a system what? in their car that detects if you're falling asleep. It's yeah. dozens of sensors that detects if you're falling asleep. They've had it for a number of years now. If those systems were to fail, you know, and think you were asleep, the car would, you know, warn you or shut down or whatever. Well, those things don't fail that often, you know, and it's it's the same thing. It's because to, to, to Chris's jackass comment, uh, I believe Mercedes is selling those vehicles to Uber, but I could be wrong. I want to self driving motorcycle. Whatever, whatever you are worried about, Brandon, yeah, it's stupid. Someone it, else is worrying about it, yes, and f- make creating a solution for it. Yeah, I believe that. And you need to get that wheel bearing fixed. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to die it. without a computer. No, I think that was a while ago. Oh, maybe. I got it fixed. Uh. All right. Well, it's time to wrap this up. So, Finally. Wanna, <laughs> thank you for watching. I do not want to thank Brandon for being here. He ruined it in the last five minutes. I thought that was good. <laughs> no? We'll, we'll see you guys next time. I'm really sorry for Brandon. Yeah. Uh, the, but we are too. I thought it, we should. I.